Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 1998's The Waterboy. Hi guys, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about The Waterboy from 1998. We're also going to be talking about what if, but before I get into that, I got a little bone to pick with TikTok. I have a TikTok review, uh, a TikTok review. I have a TikTok account. Uh, it's at, uh, I watched this as an adult too. If you want to go follow it, go follow it. But you know what? I don't care. If you want to go follow it, go follow it. If you don't, you don't. It's cool. Because I got a little bone to pick with TikTok. I put up a clip of my Spawn review. Spawn review out now. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out. But I put up a little a little excerpt from my Spawn review. And I saw that your motherfuckers took it down. You motherfuckers at TikTok. Muted my, muted my spawn review. You muted the excerpt from my spawn review. I saw that. And I think it might be because I use a little bit of colorful language as I do on this podcast. You know, like I I use a bit of colorful language on this podcast. We're all adults here. Okay. But... This is why I have a bone to pick with TikTok. Because I can't curse. But you got kids on here talking about stealing from school. They stealing things from school. You got women threatening their boyfriends with knives and physical violence. Right? Over here on TikTok, over some over dumb shit, you got dumb assholes breaking their legs on crates. They're jumping on crates and breaking legs and shit. But I can't curse. That's too offensive. I can't curse. I can't use a bit of colorful language as we all do on my show. And you know what I don't? You know what I don't like. The one thing I don't like is being censored on my show. Okay? I don't like it. You want to take my stuff down? You want to censor me when you got other things that need to be censored? Like theft and physical violence and people doing dumb things to hurt themselves. But you want to censor me. But you want to censor me for using language. That's the one thing I don't like. I don't like being censored. I should be able to say what the fuck I want to say when I want to say it on my show. Okay, TikTok. If you want to take my and if you want to take my goddamn account down, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. If you want to do that, you could do that. Cause I don't give a shit about TikTok. I was I was a little bit uh apprehensive. About giving, about even doing a TikTok in the first place. You know, I know I got a lot of views on my TikTok. 
I got I, I'm 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 building a, I'm building a community over there on TikTok. But don't ever fucking censor me. That's the one thing I don't like. You can't hold me down. Okay? That's the one thing I don't like to be is held down and censored. Isn't that's that ain't my stilo. That ain't my style. That's not how I roll. Okay? So TikTok, if you want to do something, do something. You hear me? Don't you don't you ever fucking censor me. Because I use a little bit of colorful language that you don't like. But you got people, like I said, you got people talking about stealing. Showing you, you got kids on this, you got kids on this platform showing you things that they stole. You got people threatening physical violence on your platform. You know, just things that are more immoral than some language and you want to censor me because I used a F word or N word because I'm black okay I'm black I have the right to use that word okay it's 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 not a racial slur with a black person saying it and maybe you should look me up you know maybe before you do that oh let's check let's do some research maybe it's okay but you just went ahead and censored my shit. And I don't like that. Okay? So TikTok, if you want to do something, do something. I'm done. Let's talk about what if. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what if. Sorry for the rant. Um, What if episode 7. This, is, this was kind of a middle of the road what if like the, the what ifs are kind of like i'm like we're, I'm th- we're we're starting to get to like the lull part of what if i don't know how many episodes we got left usually with these shows there's like maybe eight episodes uh i think loki was like six episodes wandavision was eight i think uh Falcon Winter Soldier was like six episodes. We got the episode seven here. I don't know how many episodes we got left. I don't know if this is the last episode, but if this is the last, if this is the last episode, they went out <laughs> with a whimper and not a bang. <laughs> this episode is about what if Thor was an only child? If he didn't grow up with Loki, what type of person would he be? And it just turned out he's a big dumb jock, which what he already is. You know, he's already a big dumb jock, isn't he? But I guess he would be more irresponsible. I guess that's what they're saying, that he would be more irresponsible and just kind of a jerk, you know? It was a, this was, this was not, this was not a, a really good episode. I didn't really care for this episode. I kind of thought it was kind of bo- fucking boring. I really did. I wasn't, I wasn't really into it. Um, you got a lot of characters that show up. Uh, Drax is here. Uh, the scrolls are here. Try to think of all the characters that show up. We got a couple of cameos. Um, who else? Dude with the with the whistle arrow. I forgot Yandu. Yandu is here. Howard the Duck is here. Um, of course you got uh, Jane Foster. Jane Foster's here. Darcy's here. Um, Darcy actually gets married to Howard the Duck in this episode. <laughs> Because, like, Thor takes everybody to Vegas and they get drunk in Vegas. So, and, like, Darcy gets drunk in Vegas and some 
somehow she marries Howard the Duck. You know, it's weird, but <laughs> it happens. But yeah, man, this this is this was not a really good episode. This is not a really good episode to me. I didn't really I didn't really care for this one. There's nothing I really want to say. Oh, Captain Marvel's in the episode too. I forgot about that. Captain Marvel and Thor fight. Uh, for some reason they fight because Thor doesn't want to go back to 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 um where the fuck is Thor for, from uh I forgot what Thor is from is he like is it called like Valhalla Valhalla or something like that I totally forgot what Thor is from he doesn't want to go back to his he doesn't want to go back to where the fuck he came from Hell, Captain Marvel's just beating the beating the shit out of him you know <laughs> it's it's really a fight that doesn't matter there's no stakes to it nothing makes sense you know you got jane foster fiending for that thor dick you know (laughs) she just fiending for that thor dick like thor just dropped the mule on her you know and she can't she can't get enough you know so (laughs) she can't get enough of thor but yeah man it's it's really, this is really nothing to talk about. We get Frigga. We, this is the most we've seen Frigga in an episode. You know, I don't even think she's played by Renee Russo. I don't think Renee Russo came back for this. <laughs> I know she came back for it. She came back for to make a cameo in a Thor, uh, not Thor, in a Avengers Endgame. But she ain't, uh, she ain't, she's like, I'm not coming back for that, for this. But yeah, Renee Russo's uh, character Frigga. Who's probably not played by Ren- who's probably not voiced by Rene Russo. Uh, this is the most screen time Frigga's ever gotten, you know, because like she's got to come down and get Thor, and like like they call Thor's mom on him because he's acting up on, on in Midgard. It just he's just like, oh my god, my mom's coming! Oh no, he's, you know, <laughs> it's just it's just wild, man. It's wild, but. If you want to check out the episode, you can check out the episode. It wasn't very... It wasn't my favorite episode. This is like bottom, bottom tier. What if to me? But that's it. That's all I got, really. I'll be back with my review of The Waterboy after these messages. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. The Water Boy, 1998, starring Adam Sandler. Let's talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. Uh, I want to say I saw this movie on cable like a year later. I can't really, excuse me, I can't really remember when I saw this movie. Uh, cause like 1998, 1999, and 2000 were very unstable times for me because uh, I kept getting shipped. I kept getting shipped from family member to family member. I was staying with everybody because my family was in turmoil at this point. You know, <laughs> you know, so like, uh, my family was trying to get things together and they really couldn't get things together at this point uh so like I was just I was just staying 
I was just staying with everybody at this point. So from 98 to 2000 is a bit fuzzy to me because like I said, my family was going through turmoil. So bear with me. So like, if you, if you notice, if you go through my catalog, you see that I don't really talk a lot about the late night, like 1997, 1997 is probably like the most talked about year because like that was the last, that was kind of like the last year I was, I don't want to bring, I don't want to bring the podcast down or anything like that. That was probably like the last year I was happy. You know, I want to say it was probably like the last year I was happy. You know, like we had we had family and like my family was was, was straight and everything. But like 1997, probably like the last year we were happy, and then like 98, everything just fucking fell to shit. You know, <laughs> like everything just fell to shit. And for like those for like between like 1999 and 2000 it was very it was very tough for my family. I didn't really I didn't really get a sense of stability till about like 2001. Really, 2001 is when like everything really got back on track uh for everybody in my family. So like I said like I really don't talk about 98, 99. I wasn't really watching any... I wasn't really watching a lot of movies in 98, 99, 98, 99, and 2000 because uh, I was trying to find a place to stay. You know, like, really? Where were we going to bunk this year or this week? You know, so, you know, like, where were we going to go? You know, so... So, if you notice, like, like if you notice 98, 99, a lot of those movies I've seen, like after the fact but I was still kind of when I was still like a teenager you know but yeah you know I I mean I didn't mean to bring the podcast down with the fact that oh I we were trying to I'm like ooh where are we going to stay you know this 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 week but uh where am I going to stay this week but um yeah but bear bear with me that's so like any anytime I talk about any of those movies it's kind of like a fuzzy it's kind of fuzzy memory let's just talk about that let's get into the technical I mean to bring the fucking bring the fucking uh, podcast down with my bullshit but anyway let's talk about the, the technical this movie was directed by Frank Karachi I hope I'm saying that name right Frank Karachi who makes a cameo at the end of the movie as uh, Bobby Boucher's father yes that is the director of the movie that makes a cameo at the end as Bobby Boucher's father. That is him. The screenplay was written by Adam Sandler and Tim Herlily. I want to say Tim Herlily. Um, I don't I don't know how to pronounce that last name. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Hurley? Probably Hurley. I'm going to say Tim Hurley. Because I'm looking at the pronunciation. Tim Hurley. Tim Hurley. That's the name. I got it. We just had like a... Uh, a language thing that happened to right here, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, the movie has a Rotten Tomatoes score of thirty four percent. A lot of people really fucking trashed this movie, but I'm gonna tell you guys what I thought about the movie as the review goes along. The movie had a budget of twenty three million dollars and brought in a hundred and ninety million at the box office. So big success. Big success for Adam Sandler. 
Let's talk about the pros and the cons of this movie. Let's talk about the pros first. This is prime Adam Sandler. <laughs> this is very, very, very prime Adam Sandler. Like Adam Sandler in the late 90s was on top of his game. Adam Sandler in the late 90s could do no wrong. And a lot of people uh, give Adam Sandler crap for like his movies because they were like, oh, he just makes cash grab movies, you know, and like a lot of his movies don't make any sense. I'm like, a lot of his movies don't make any sense. <laughs> a lot of them do, you know, especially, I want to say, I kind of stopped giving a shit about Adam Sandler movies around the time of about like Click. Remember Click? When he made Click, that came out like, what, 2005, 2006? Around 2005, 2006s. Came out around that time. And that was a movie I was just like, I don't think I care about this movie. I think I've only seen Click once. And I don't think I've seen all of Click. I don't even remember what happens at the end of Click, really. Uh, like, But like around like Click. Click is when I was like, I kind of got off the Adam Sandler train and I don't know maybe because I was growing up maybe because like in 2006 I was 20 (laughs) so I was 20 in 2006 so I was like yeah you know what this shit ain't for me no more you know so (laughs) so I got off that I got off that train um but yeah man but like in the late 90s early 2000s it's he he was he was the dude, but like I say, he gets a lot of crap. But like he could be a good actor when he wants to be, man. He could be a good actor when he wants to be. He's done some roles. Well, I was like, damn, he's really good in that. You know, like uh, a, a movie that I adore from him, a movie that I love from him, and I'll probably talk about it on this podcast because I think that falls within the barriers of I watched this as an adult. You know, I think that falls within that barrier. I think it's like an early 2000s movie. Uh, it's a movie called Punch Drunk Love. Adam Sandler did a movie called Punch Drunk Love. And I love that movie. That Punch Drunk Love is one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. I want to say Punch Drunk Love. He's really, really good in that. That is his, um, that is his Eternal Sunshine. You know, Jim Carrey did Eternal Sunshine. And probably another movie I'll probably review because I've seen... Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, you know, but <laughs> I've seen that movie, uh, it's probably a movie I will return to and review later on as well, uh, but like, Punch Drug Love is his Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind, that's his, uh, oh my god, this guy can, this guy's not just funny, he can fucking act, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's his, that's his movie, like, the Jim Carrey had, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, where you're like, oh my god, Jim Carrey can fucking act, you know, and, but, Punch Drug Love is that for Adam Sandler, where you figure out, like, wow, this guy can fucking act, another underrated movie he did was called Rain On Me, with Don Cheadle and, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, she was Jada Pinkett Smith at the time, so, but, but yeah, he did a movie with, uh, Don Cheadle and Jada Pinkett Smith called Rain On Me, he's pretty good in that, too, and of course, Uncut Gems, you know, Uncut Gems, is, he's fantastic in that. He got robbed out of an Academy Award nomination, I'm going to say it. The Academy Awards can be 
really, really snobbish. You know, they could be really, really snobbish. You do like a movie that they don't like, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, you're never getting an Oscar. They did that to Eddie Murphy. Cause they did that to Eddie Murphy, cause like when he did Dream Girls, cause he did Dream Girls, and it was like, oh my god, Eddie Murphy was fantastic in Dream Girls. He won the Golden Globe for Dream Girls, and then uh, he was a nom- he was nominated for an Academy Award. Like Eddie Murphy was nominated for an Academy Award for Dream Girls, and then he did Norbit. He did Norbit right before the Academy Awards and all of a sudden Norbit brought his 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 credibility down for some reason like like he wasn't good like he didn't blow you guys away in fucking dream girls but he goes and does Norbit he was like oh I guess I guess he's not serious about his career like motherfucker you should know in this business you should know in this business it's about making money you know, it's about making money. A lot of people want to. A lot of people want to say that Hollywood is all about art and film and you know prestige and all this shit. But it's about making money. Prestige movies, you're probably gonna get like ten prestige movies a year, maybe. You know, you're gonna get. You're gonna. You're probably gonna get. You're gonna get like the A24 shit. Uh, some of the shit that Neon does, um, and then some of the, some of the bigger, some of the bigger studios are gonna make, like, their, their, like, prestige movies so they can get, like, Academy Award buzz, you know, but, like, you're not gonna get that many prestige movies every year, like I say, 10 or 12, you're gonna get 10 or 12 prestige movies a year, everything else is bullshit, you know, like, everything else is Fast 9 movies, like, Fast and the Furious movies, and romantic comedies, and gross-out comedies, and, uh, even though I love the MCU, I'm gonna throw that in there, it's, uh, fucking MCU movies, and DCEU movies, you know, it's just, like, you're gonna, you're gonna get a lot of popcorn shit, is what you're gonna get, you're gonna get a lot of popcorn shit. What are you supposed to do for the rest of the year, man? Like, I'm supposed to... I'm supposed to just... Starve for the art? I got bills to pay. <laughs> you suspect... You, so you expected Eddie Murphy to just... Fucking not work. You know? <laughs> uh, like, you expect some of these... You suspect some of these actors that you... Hold in high regard to not work. Like Steven Dorff when he came at Scarlett Johansson for being in the MCU... You know, like you expected Scarlett Johansson to not work. She got a baby to feed. You know, <laughs> I I know I'm talking about it like these people are down and out and shit. But you know, like the wrong, the wrong, the wrong investment. Like they could lose all that money. They could lose everything. They make the wrong fucking move. All that money gone. You know, so they gotta keep working, bro. They gotta keep working. They gotta keep doing. These goddamn movies, they gotta, you know, the, the cycle continues, nothing, no, nobody waits, you know, nothing, nobody's gonna, you, you can't be like, oh, um, 
I can't pay my mortgage. Uh, the, the next Prestige movie hasn't come out yet, and I, I'm waiting for that. And they're going to be like, well, Prestige has taken your house. How about that? <laughs> That's what they going to do. That's what the fuck they going to do. So, um, yeah, it was like they they, they got to keep going, you know? So, fuck it. Uh, I think I told this story on this podcast with uh, John Singleton, the director of Boys in the Hood. Uh, he was working as like a grip or something on a peewee's playhouse and you know Lars fishburn was on peewee's playhouse he played cowboy curtis i'm going into like a whole other fucking rant i'm sorry but after this i'll get back to the movie but like he was on uh peewee's playhouse Lawrence fishburn was on peewee's playhouse as uh, cowboy curtis and john singleton saw uh, I think, like, he, I think he might have saw School Days, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was in School Days right before this, I believe, uh, it's, uh, that's a Spike Lee movie, and John Singleton saw Lawrence Fishburne in the cowboy hat with the jerry curl and all of the whole cowboy attire, and John Singleton went up to Lawrence Fishburne, and he asked Lawrence Fishburne, he's like, Lawrence Fishburne? what are you doing here? Like, he was, like, surprised. He's like, what are you doing here? Why are you doing this? And Lawrence Fishburne said, working, motherfucker. He's like, they can't all be, they can't all be Academy Award winning performances. <laughs> I think that's what he said, told him. He said, he's like, they can't all be Academy Award winning performances. And that's true. They can't all be Academy Award winning performances. So, back to that. Adam Sandler was robbed out of the Oscar because he likes to do cash grab movies. Simple point, but uh, but let's move on. Uh, but yeah, like Adam Sandler could be a good actor when he wants to be. Sorry for the long ass rant. Uh, I gotta tell you about this movie. Uh, another pro of this movie, like this movie made me laugh in the first three minutes. I'm not gonna lie, this movie made me laugh in the first three fucking minutes. I was like, oh, oh wow, I didn't expect to laugh. I didn't expect to laugh this early in the movie. I looked at the time. I'm like, three minutes. It already made me laugh. Like, this movie made me laugh in three minutes. Uh, but, like, this movie had, this movie does have, like, so many quotable jokes that I don't know, I didn't notice that I use in my life. <laughs> you know, just a whole, a whole bunch of shit. Like don't 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 waste water. You know? <laughs> there was another. One. What's the other one? That's that's some other ones. Uh, that's some other. God damn it! I'm trying to think of some other ones that I quote, but I say them all. I say them all the time in my life, and I'm just like I never noticed how much of an impact the water boy had on me. <laughs> I never noticed. Oh, mama's wrong again. I use that one again. I use that one. <laughs> That's the other one. He's like when the when the professor's like, mama's wrong again. <laughs> I like using that. Whenever somebody says something I'm like and they're wrong, I'm like, look, mama's wrong again. <laughs> That's a I think it's like, got so it's got so many quotables. Don't smoke crack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I say that a lot too. Don't smoke crack, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, 
this movie has so many quotables, so many quotable jokes. And this is going to be a hot take, but this movie is very much in the vein of all the 70s comedies more than anything. This is this is like uh, Smokey and the Bandit and the Blazing Saddles for my generation. Hot take. I know, hot take. But this movie is the Smokey and the Bandit of our generation because it's the Monty Python of our generation because so many quotables. You know, a lot of 90s kids cherish this movie. We love this movie. You don't, you don't, you better not say one bad word about the goddamn water boy. You know, we love this movie. We love it. Uh, let's talk about Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates is really good as uh, Bobby Boucher's mama. Mama, you know, you know, that's her name. Actually, she does have a name, but uh, but I call her Mama. You know, <laughs> I call her Mama. But um, she gives her all. She gives her all into this uh in in this role. Like she she puts it up. Another Academy Award winning actress. She's an Academy Award winner. Didn't stop her. She's like, oh, I can't believe she dropped down to do such filth like the Water Boy. Which she almost didn't do. I read somewhere like she almost didn't do the water boy. I heard that she actually threw the the script in the trash. Actually, <laughs> I heard she actually threw the script in the trash, and I think her niece told persuaded her to do the movie, and then she did the movie. But she's really good in this. She gives it her all. Like she is a she is a run of the mill Southern mom. I was like Southern moms are really that possessive they really are i'm from the south so uh and my mom's like that but uh you know like southern moms are really possessive they're really possessive of their sons daughter i mean not really daughters but like they're really if they have a son they try to hold on to their son i don't know what type of weird shit that is but they really really try to hold on to their sons you know, like they like southern southern mothers cherish their sons. <laughs> you know, it is just I don't know what it is, man. Is but like southern moms are really that possessive. That's not any in any way an exaggeration or anything like that. It's, it's a bit more exaggerated, but not really. But like southern moms are really like that. To say that southern moms are really like that and also i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie uh kathy bates kathy bates low-key sexy in this role <laughs> i ain't gonna lie i know what 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 i say <laughs> what i say but yeah man like kathy bates she kind of she kind of sexy she kind of she got that red hair and that that, that that southern accent and you know that southern bell accent and you know kind of kind of turn a brother on you know like kind of Kind of made a brother fall in love, you know? This is the first time I, I ain't never looked at Kathy Bates like that. Never. And I was like, you know what? Kathy Bates kind of, Kathy Bates kind of sexy. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I ain't never looked at Kathy Bates like that before. But I looked at her and I was like, oh, she, she ain't that bad. I'll take her down. I'll I take her down to Pound Town. I'll do it. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> Let's talk about Henry. Henry Winkler has a very unassuming performance as Coach Klein. 
you know, he's just very he, he like he has a very low key demeanor about him in this role, you know. And I believe this is the first time that he and Adam Sandler actually worked together. I believe I believe this is like the first time they actually worked together because he's in a good amount of Adam's movies. You know, like once once you get in with Adam Sandler, once Adam Sandler likes you, you're you got a job for life. Once you once you get acquainted with Adam and he likes you and you're his friend. He's like, dude, dude gonna hook you up. Cause uh I remember Chris Rock was talking about he woke up and some fucking car his goddamn parking lot that's not his and he and Adam Sandler bought him a new car. Just like out of the blue. You know, like Adam Sandler just bought Chris Rock a new car. He <laughs> like just out of the blue. I remember him talking about that. He was just like, yeah, man, I woke up and there was a car in my driveway. I think he said he had like a note on it. It was from Adam Sandler. He was like, thank you. I think it was for uh, when he did Grown Ups or something. He was like, thank you for participating in the movie. And thank you for being a good friend or something like that. And he was like, this car's for you. He was like, something like that. And he was like, damn. He was like, I just get a car? You know, like, <laughs> just out of the blue, out of nowhere. But like, yeah, man, Adam Sandler. Once you get in with Adam Sandler, like he hooks you up for life, bro. <laughs> Speaking of getting hooked up for life, uh, <laughs> this movie has the best Rob Schneider cameo, uh, where he's like the 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 the, the heckling townsman. <laughs> he's just he's got like this is like this is most iconic cameo because like he's got the most iconic lines in there. You can do it, you know, like you can do it is a. Very iconic role, uh, iconic uh, line. Because they they using memes, you know. They use it in videos. You know, everybody uses it, you know. <laughs> the last, the the one at the end, he's like, "You can do it all night long." <laughs> <You know? laughs> My favorite one is uh, when he said, "You can do it." Cut his fucking head off. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> I love that one. But yeah, this movie also has a lot of uh, football cameos like uh, Lawrence Taylor and Lynn Swan and Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Bill Cower, when he had hair, is in this movie. Is in this movie, you know, Dan Fouts. Which I forgot, Dan Fouts was in this movie because, like, I saw, I'm like, wait, is that Dan Fouts? Dan Fouts was uh, the quarterback for the San Diego Chargers back in the I want to say late '70s, early '80s. Uh, if that's my timeline right I wasn't alive when he was playing so you know <laughs> but I know I know I know a bit about Dan Fouts because I know a lot about like football history so you know so I know about Dan Fouts so but like I was kind of looking I was like wait is that Dan Fouts <laughs> but yeah like he's in this movie a lot of football cameos in this movie <sighs> let's talk about Vicky Valancourt Vicky Valancourt Every man needs a Vicky Valancourt in their life. Every man needs a Vicky Valancourt in their life. Vicky Valancourt is a ride or die. You have to, if you messing with a woman, I'm, I'm, you got to evaluate a woman. Every every man needs a Vicky Valancourt. I got my Vicky Valancourt in my wife. Uh, she she will ride or die for me 
I love that woman to death. Uh, but you got to find your. I, I always say that. I always say that when I'm talking to dudes. I'm like, you got to find yourself your Vicky Valancourt, bro. You're like, if that bitch ain't willing to stick a knife up to a nigga neck for you, <laughs> you don't need her. <laughs> you don't need her. She was ride or die. I love me some Vicky Valancourt. Vicky Valancourt was 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 awesome. That was an awesome woman. You know that that's the type of woman you need. You like you got to see if she ain't went like I say if she ain't willing to hold a knife to a dude neck for you. If she ain't willing to uh put up a sign that says you want me to kill them for you. You know she ain't the one. She ain't the one. She 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 temporary. She temporary. Vicky Valancourt is for life. That's why I want. That's why I want to say to you, young brothers, young brothers, young young men, you looking for a girl? Make sure she a Vicky Valancourt. I make sure she a Vicky Valancourt. Make sure she ride or die for you before you do. Before you even put a ring on that. Don't put a ring on it unless she ride or die. You're like, that's what you need. You need yourself a ride or die. That's what you need. So, fellas, go out there. Find yourself a Vicky Valancourt. The best thing that ever happened to you. Um, I really don't have a lot of cons to this movie. Uh, I mean... In the in the character of Bobby Boucher, I do see a little bit of like Canteen Boy from uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, Adam Sandler used to play a character called Canteen Boy on Saturday Night Live. It's a really popular, it was a really popular sketch on SNL, uh, where it was him and Alec Baldwin in the woods. So, like uh, Adam Sandler is a Boy Scout named. They call him Canteen Boy, and. Uh, Goddamn fucking alarm. But anyway, uh, he plays a character called Canteen Boy. And Alec Baldwin is in the um the skit the skit as his uh as his like uh Boy Scout leader. And it's them alone in the woods, and basically Alec Baldwin is trying to molest him. <laughs> It was funny then. It's not. It's probably not funny now. You know, you know, to make fun of a, ma- a grown man trying to molest a little boy. But you know, but, but it was funny then. That's all I can tell you. You know, you had to be there in like 1994. But uh, you know, but, but yeah, man. Like I could see a little bit of Canteen Boy in Bobby Boucher. Uh, the, the whole movie is kind of just one big SNL skit. You know, I really have a problem with that. Like, that's, I don't really have a problem with that because it, like, at least it's a good SNL skit. Because, like, there's a lot of SNL movies. I don't know if I'm ever going to get into the SNL movies because I've seen a couple of them. But there's, a, there's, like, a bunch of SNL movies that ain't good. You know, like, a lot of them, most of them, most of them ain't good. But if the... But, so I'm kind of glad this is not an SNL movie, but it is kind of based on an SNL skit that Adam Sandler did back in the past. So like it's kind of like one big SNL skit, you know. Uh, but like I said, I really don't, I really don't have a lot 
of cons to this movie other than like the fact like this movie really does make fun of southern people especially cajun people and i'm both you know like you know i'm both i'm from louisiana you know i'm from louisiana and they really really push the southern cajun stereotype that we live in the backwoods and we live in the swamp and all we do is eat roadkill all day and you know <laughs> like we be eating we be eating raccoons and alligators and snakes and like we just we just live in we just live in shacks i grew up in the fucking i grew up in the fucking suburbs my dude but you know you know <laughs> so <laughs> you know like so like that's wrong you know like so i didn't grow up i didn't grow up in a shack i grew up in the suburbs and we ate like food you know like real food that had to be prepared like like the most animal i ate was like maybe beef like beef chicken and pork that's it like i didn't i never ate no alligator before but um yeah man they really they really pushed that pushed that narrative that cajun people are just like backwoods fucking dirty idiots you know (laughs) you know that can't that can't really they can't really speak all that well, you know, they kind of make us kind of dumbasses too, it's just unfortunate, you know, <laughs> it's unfortunate, that's the only part that's my con, you know, because they kind of make fun of, they kind of make fun of people from Louisiana like that, you know, that's my, that's my uh, takeaway from that, <laughs> let's talk about Bobby Boucher, let's talk about Bobby Boucher, uh, in the real world, Bobby Boucher would be a mass shooter. Let's just let's just be honest about this. Let's be honest about this. Bobby Boucher would be a mass shooter. He has all the tendencies of a mass shooter. Lives with his mom. Gets made fun of. He ain't never had no. He ain't never had no had no girls. Uh, like he ain't had no vagina. You know, like vagina. Uh. You know, like he 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 was secluded from the world, shut off from the world. I was like, dude, like Bobby Boucher has all the tendencies of a mass shooter. He does. Uh he would kill everybody at that goddamn school. You know <laughs> Like basically he would kill everybody at that goddamn shit. First first he'd kill his mama first. He would he would be at home, he'd kill his mama, shoot her, stab her, whatever the fuck, and then uh go to the school and fucking shoot everybody at the school and then like they either shoot him or arrest him and then they go back to the house and they open up like the fucking closet door and they find his mama body mummified his mama body drop out (laughs) from the closet and it's all fucking mummified or some shit or whatever the fuck he did weird shit he would do to his mom's body and they'd be like Bobby Boucher is the Cajun killer or whatever the fuck they would call him you know (laughs) whatever whatever they would call him but yeah man that's that that's that's the that's the true that's the true timeline of the true fate of bobby boucher if if this was real he wouldn't be playing football i tell you that that's that that's bobby boucher in real life but overall (laughs) i still think this movie is hilarious i love this movie this is one of this is one of my favorite comedies it still holds up. I thought it wouldn't. 
because of the track record that Adam Sandler has now when it comes to comedies, but I went back and looked at this one. This is still one of the good ones. I, I gotta give it a four out of five. I gotta give it a four out of five. It's not perfect. Like I said, I don't like the Southern and Cajun stereotypes that they give, but you know, like it's comedy, you know, it's, it's comedy, you know, so four out of five. I gotta give it that. Uh, Next week, still viewer's choice. This, this is going to be the last week of viewer's choice. I'm going to put up a new poll on Instagram and on, um, what's the other thing? I'm on Facebook. <laughs> you know, like, going to give you guys a new poll and you guys get to pick pick the next movie. Uh, sorry for my TikTok, TikTok rant. Uh, I'm really, I'm, I was really mad at TikTok for what they did i'm probably not gonna put this up on tiktok because I, I curse a lot and they don't like that Ooh, i'm not gonna go on another rant i'm gonna stop right there so until next time peace <laughs>